Welcome to Sacred Hearts podcast series, The Heart of Sheridan Road. This is episode three with your host, Nat Wilburn, Head of Schools. This is Nat Wilburn, and you're tuned into the Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by our own Director of Inclusion and Engagement, Bridget Couture, and our Alderman, Harry Osterman. As Sacred Heart Schools begins Share the Heart Month, it seems fitting to be talking about the school's relationship with the Edgewater community around us. Dr. Couture? First of all, I think it's important to say that we are really privileged to be in Edgewater with all of the diversity and rich history. So there's many ways that we are engaged in the community. We are active members in the 48th Ward Youth Council. We assist Edgewater Chamber in the annual 5K. We are working with the Alderman's Office right now to create a Safe Passages program to ensure that all children, both our own Sacred Heart kids and our own Edgewater neighborhood children, they have a safe place to be children in in their community so that the neighborhood is watching for them and the businesses are aware and open to protecting the kids. And finally, that we have created the Edgewater Kids United program. Those are just a few. Alderman Osterman, as you know, Sacred Heart Schools deeply values the diversity of our neighborhood and and our school. Approximately 27% of our students identify as non-majority. Over 20% of our students attend Sacred Heart with the help of need-based tuition assistance. And we're a Catholic school for children of all faiths with nearly one-third of our students coming from faith traditions other than Roman Catholic. It seems Edgewater is the perfect location for a school with these values. It is. I want to start by just thanking Mr. Wilburn and uh, Mrs. Couture and Sacred Heart as a school for all that they do for the Edgewater community. I think that Sacred Heart has really, in the last few years, really worked hard to support programs and people within the Edgewater community, which I think really supports um, the values taught here. And I think it helps the kids who go to school here, but also it helps our greater community. Um, We live in a wonderful, diverse place um, of different faiths, of different nationalities, of different backgrounds, of different races. And the unique thing I think about Edgewater is that we live side by side together in harmony. Um, We don't see a lot of the um, issues that you see in other parts of the country or even parts of the world. And I think that that is where, I think the key thing is that people get to know each other and the more that we learn about each other, of their faiths, of um, the more we, um, you know, share uh, each other's company, uh, I think it brings us closer together as a community. I think that the many outreaches that, and the programs that Sacred Heart does to get their students to go. Um, my daughter Katie was in fourth grade. They went and visited a, um, a synagogue as well as I believe a mosque, and my daughter came home with a greater understanding of the Jewish faith and the Muslim faith in a very um, in a way that would, I think, help her. Uh, but I think it's important for everyone, Sacred Heart and our entire community, to really get to know each other. I think that's something that I've done as Alderman to really kind of break down barriers to you know, get people to understand each other. And I think it brings us closer together um, and helps solidify us as a great community to live in. Our relationship with our neighbors in Edgewater is really an expression of our mission. And it helps us to deepen our mission which is really to prepare students to go out into the world, taking what they learn here and and transform the world into 
uh, a world of peace and justice where we acknowledge each other as sisters and brothers and we acknowledge the role that each of us has to play in in building the common good or the kingdom of God. I'm wondering, Dr. Kudur, if you could speak a bit about how our mission is deepened with this relationship that we share with our neighbors here in Edgewater. So I think at our core, we are about building of community. Building of community as a Christian value is actually one of our goals. It is something that we are called to as humans, as members of the Catholic Christian faith and Sacred Heart tradition. And I think one way to do that is to invite your neighbors in and to go out and meet your neighbors. And we are prioritizing that, particularly in terms of inviting our neighbors in. We've opened the gates for many years and I think continuing to make Sacred Heart Sheridan Road accessible to everyone in the community is essential. Um, there's a little boy who comes to our Friday night program and he lives on Kenmore and he literally looks down into the playground and I always think of him because he would always say, I never thought I would be able to get in there and you know, just being part of this community and him wearing a sweatshirt that says Sacred Heart Schools and he walks around the neighborhood and someone will ask him, do you go to Sacred Heart? He says, yes I do on Friday nights and I think that that is an enormous gift to to our own Sacred Heart community and also to Edgewater that we are part and parcel of each other. We are together in this work of building the kingdom. That's a wonderful example of how our mission is is reaching out beyond our campus and I know that's something that we take very seriously. The alderman talked about his daughter's experience enriching her understanding of other faiths. I'm wondering if you could talk a bit more, Dr. Couture, about how you see our relationship with, with our neighbors, particularly benefiting students. Do you have any student mm -hmm. stories that might be of interest? I do. I think, first of all, having them know that the community that we are part of at Sacred Heart is larger than themselves and larger than their classroom is really critical and that their home, away from home, is a place where many languages are spoken, just like within their classroom, but also many different worldviews. And so I think, you know, one example that comes to mind, the seventh and eighth graders were coming off of a field trip on a Friday evening and they, for some reason, the bus was late. So they ended up coming as the Edgewater neighborhood kids were coming into the gym and there was this moment where they all passed each other. And one boy was, Miss Couture, who are all of these kids? And I said, these are your neighbors. And so within two minutes, without any adult intervention, they were playing basketball and joking and getting each other's phone numbers and texting or whatever they do uh, to put them in their phones because now they recognized one lived in uh, off of Howard, one lived... Sacred Heart children lived off of Howard and right down the street and from a couple of the Edgewater kids and there was this moment of real community building and it was nothing that any adult could have orchestrated. If I could, I'd like to follow up on Dr. Couture's point. Those relationships that they build in 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th grade at events at Sacred Heart or events in the community where they get to know each other, those relationships carry on throughout. So as Sacred Heart kids graduate and go to high school around the city of Chicago, they'll run into kids that they've met. And my role as alderman has kind of been to build community. And it's been, you know, in, I grew up in Edgewater and my kids are raised here. And it's important for me 
that people get to understand each other because I've seen where there's division where people don't know each other. And it's the more that we can look at things through other people's eyes and walk in their shoes, the more there's a greater understanding. I think if you look at how people have recognized kind of the wonderful nature of the diversity of our community in recent years, you know, it's always been there. But I think people are outside of our community are starting to acknowledge it. For me, it goes also to, you know, safety. And I think mm-hmm. that the more that we can have people understand each other, get to know each other, the more we're able to find positive opportunities for young people, it makes us all safer together. The goal that Madeline Sophie had many years ago, which is that these kids are known and loved. And I deeply believe that. They come in, they're acknowledged by name, they're hugged, whether they want to or not. Um, <laughs> 17-year-old boys, are they're used to it. They just go with my my offer of a hug and then the night begins and it is full of fun and play and laughter they we feed them we play with them we mentor them we sometimes do different programmatic things such as yoga or we'll have some of our lovely staff here will at Sacred Heart will offer to teach a class or we will do a music performance and then the evening ends with a few minutes of hard-earned meditation. So we try to help them understand Espacio and taking silent time to just center themselves before they go back into their worlds. So it really is a mirror of the, the holistic, uh, the whole child education yes. that we try to bring into everything we do. Uh, here Absolutely. We don't make them do math or reading on a Friday night, but <laughs> you know we do have kids who are asking for help with that kind of yeah. thing. And so we help we help when we can, and we start different evening programs when, when they need it. I know uh, our nurse here at Sacred Heart is, uh, is a full-time kind of volunteer with you mm-hmm. on Friday nights, and she was telling me uh, just a day or so ago how she looks forward to being able to offer some health education mm-hmm. in the context of, of Edgewater Kids United. Yes, and we have a middle school faculty member, um, Mr. Galvan, who comes every Friday as well, and is starting to work with the kids more on, um, you know, math. They're willing to do math on a Friday night with him because he makes it into a game. So there's different ways to um, get every adult in the community involved. Part of what I'm hoping to do is look at this program and try to extend it to other days of the week and have other faith-based organizations within our community or nonprofits kind of help because the more kids that we can help support within our community, it's good for them and their lives, but also for our entire community. So Sacred Heart and the other schools are phenomenal anchors. The churches that we have here, the synagogues we have are similar anchors that make our neighborhood great. So I'm going to be having other conversations with those leaders to kind of talk about what we can do as a community to really support people. And it's it's with young people, but it's with people from all ages of life. I think it's all about how can we help our neighbor. And I think you know that's kind of what we try to foster with them on the government side. What we've seen is that when people kind of uh, come together on a shared purpose, it can make all the difference in the world. That's absolutely a wonderful goal. Part of one of our goals, goal three of Sacred Heart Education, is to educate our students to a social awareness which impels to action. And we've talked around it and we've kind of bumped into the conversation a little bit, but all of our goals to help inspire students, educate students, transform students so that what they learn during these 
formative years of five years old to 14 year old on Sacred Heart campus then plants a seed. So I wonder a little bit if you can give an example of how goal three is working in the Sacred Heart community as we're in relationship with our neighbors in Edgewater. Well, I think that for me, it's the moments when the kids are together or the community of Edgewater is is with us at Sacred Heart. And they're not always easy moments sometimes. There can be moments where our life perspectives are so different that we that kind of rubs a little and and in those moments I think the social justice for our kids at Sacred Heart to learn being part of this community is a privilege and with great privilege comes great responsibility and I think that that piece calls us to really analyze the social justice and the and the systems I think we do that well when we are in relationship with each other as opposed to when we're in a classroom or EKU kids or Edgewater kids are separated. I think we do our best community building and social justice and solving the world's problems when we're doing it in community. One of the wonderful things about the diversity of our community is that people, I think, can go anywhere in the world and experience people and realize that, you know, when I was at Sacred Heart when I was in Edgewater, you know, I had the same diversity, which I think mm-hmm. I think gives them confidence to mm-hmm. go out in the world. So I think that we have this wonderful place that is shaping young minds, and Sacred Heart does a great job of that. And I think the more that we have these partnerships, I think the better it is for them as they grow up and go out into the world, but also uh, helping the community while they're here. Well, my gratitude to you both. Dr. Couture, thank you for the expertise you bring into our community and helping us uh, as educators continue to expand our world and and build new and and deeper relationships. And Alderman Osterman, thank you very much for the leadership you provide in Edgewater. You are a bridge builder, you are a community builder, and it's part of why we can celebrate the diversity uh, of our neighborhood and the diversity of Sacred Heart Schools. So this has been Nat Wilburn. You've been listening to the Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. Thank you for joining us.